Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to the fourth edition of Talk Local. Today I was joined by Matt Barber. Matt with one T. Uh, it's uh, one of those things that always stands out to me when I see his name. Um, he is the social media manager of Schilling's Lumber, um, so you can always check him out there. And he is starting his own thing, which is called Thursday Social Co., which you can find across all platforms. I had Matt come in here today because one of the things that we really focus on, um, my entire business model is built on it, is digital media. And I think that a lot of people are interested in the topic of social media. So what I brought him in here to do is have uh, a nice conversation. Uh, I think it clocks in a little bit over an hour that focuses on all the things that you're supposed to know, um, some of the popular misconceptions, um, and a little bit of the focuses of where your business should be going from the future standpoint. So um, if you are a small business owner um, and you are interested in the topic, you're going to love the content today. Um, and you're going to really get a lot out of it. So um, without any further ado, um, here is my interview with Matt Barber. So what got you into it? I mean, what was so, why social media, man? <laughs> like, seriously. Yeah. So it's it's a really good question. I kind of like fell in love with it accidentally. Um, I was running. I, I, I've been doing social media for companies for like a while. Like I helped my stepdad with, with his fire alarm company. He was an engineer for some fire alarm systems. And. And I was doing like basic marketing stuff, like building pamphlets and stuff like that. And that's when I started looking into like this Facebook thing. And I had my own personal Facebook and, and I started getting interesting, like wondering why, if I post at 4 a.m., why am I not getting the same tractions if I post at like noon? Okay, well that's that's a good idea. Like all my friends are asleep. Okay, now what if I post like this combination of words? What if I post this image? Holy, wow, I posted this image of my cat like eating peanut butter and, or eating whatever. like yeah, it's amazing. Like this took off. Like, I want to, how can I get more of that? Like, it's all about attention and I am an absolute attention whore. Like I need that attention. <laughs> it's good to know that about yourself. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. I, I became like, as I started like, like operating these platforms, like I started becoming like very self-aware of myself. Like yeah, very, tell me about it. Very self-aware. Yeah. And, uh, I started realizing like I was going down this like career path of, I don't know what I want to do when I grow up. And so I was I was moving and from what age are we at here? Oh man, this is the last ten years and uh, <laughs> age age is age span. Uh, I'll I'll simplify by saying like I was working at a co working space in downtown Chicago and it was I was managing their social networks in in addition to running the business and I realized that like I was having the most fun on the social like I was having fun commenting with people and and just liking stuff and like getting that attention back to my brand or or, or to the brand. And, and I loved it, but I didn't like realize that like that, that was like a career gig. Like I knew there were some social media managers, but they were like digital marketing managers. Like you had to do everything and then you would just do social. And so I'm like, eh, whatever. And so I left the co-working space. And as I left the co-working space, I went this adventure of like, what do I want to be when I grow up? And the whole time I'm like documenting it through social media. And I was like, I tried everything. Like I looked into Bible school. I thought I was going to become a pastor. Oh, like yeah. I went through the entire Portage police hiring process. Like when they were hiring off, I went through the whole thing up to the lie detector test, um, which I, I failed. And, uh, and uh, I, I was going through all of this stuff in the meantime, like the only thing that was giving me joy was documenting it on social media and having people like come back and say like, Oh, well you should try this. Have you read into this? Like, Oh, you want to be a pastor? Here's three great Bible schools. And so like I was finding all this joy doing social. And then, I uh, I'd already had the experience with with shillings and a couple other like small ventures I was doing. I went into uh, or with with I'm sorry with uh, the corking space and other ventures I was doing. When I went into shillings, I was selling kitchens and it was a fine gig, you know, sales. 
Um, but then I realized, like, I started, like, really blowing up my social around then, like, really focusing oh, cool, the time, cool. the attention, like, learning the algorithms, learning why my posts would track better. And that's when I went to them and was like, I can do your social, like, and this this is my experience, like, this is what my plan is. And they're like, come on board, boy, like, here's your desk, like, get to work, have fun with it, like, you know, um, just just help us with our social. And they already had the platforms, their, their marketing manager's fantastic. And this was me going to them and saying like, hey, I can take that time away so you can do other like marketing related stuff. So this is like you doing some Gary V stuff. It's like you are straight, straight up Gary V, <laughs> straight up so Gary you're just, V. You're just, a, you're just aggressive, you're being offensive and you're just trying to get in front of these people now at this point. Exactly, it's, uh, that's that's exactly it, was, was I, I realized that like, this is what I want to do. I'm really good at it and it's a ton of fun and I can, make enough money for like my wife and I to be just happy. Like money, yeah. money is not the goal because I have so much freaking fun with it. Like if I make some money, fantastic, yeah. but it's getting to manage all these different clients and see them succeed and, and, and see their socials take off and see them get new business because I posted a funny picture of some deer eating in the woods last week or something for someone. And someone came in and was like, I saw that post. That was great. And I was like, I helped you with that. Like, that was great, man. Like, so yeah, that's, that's how I got, that was like my journey into social. And now it's, and once, now that I know it's like what the world revolves on, I was like, all right, I, I want to help as many people as possible, like try to succeed through this. Awesome. Do you have, so like being at Shillings, how long have you been there? Uh, about a year and a half. A year and a half. So, um, and you've been doing your own social media stuff. What are some of like your highlights? Like, cause I, we just, we just did our Dave Pishker talk last week and yeah. that got like one point, like, you, you know, uh, 1200 <laughs> views. Right. And then, uh, we, you know, so that was like a highlight for us. Uh -huh. So like, what, what have been like your highlights, like social media successes? Oh man, there was one I posted for shillings. There was a, a human resources post when I took over and, uh, no one, no one knew I was doing this. Like, and I posted something like, we love great, hardworking people and puppies, but you can't bring your puppies into work. And, and so we're just looking for like the best hardworking people, you know, and, and I forgot the, the exact verbiage, but it took off. Like people were like, this is amazing. This is hilarious. People were laughing at it. They were commenting on it on how great it was. And so it like, it went into the stratosphere. Um, and, and then I, I, I realized like my target audience and I realized I had to like maybe bring it back a little bit. Like I can't do that every week. Like this is still like a professional business with a brand and, yeah. and they're, and they're very heavily involved in the community. So I can't do that every week, but like that was definitely a highlight. Um, getting to do some of the first ever posts for, uh, one of my clients. I don't know if I can talk about on the air or anything, but like the, f the first time someone gave me basically the keys to their car and said like, here's you're now an editor on Facebook. Here's my Twitter credentials. Here's my Instagram credentials. Like I trust in you go. And like the first post, like got like 200 reach and they have, they have something like yeah, 300 likes or something like that. So it got, got 200 reach when, when the rest of their posts before that were only like 60, 70, something like that. I was cool, like, cool. yes, <laughs> like this justifies it because you know that yes. like those first 10 posts you make, like your client's always going to be watching and you want them to watch, like you want sure. them to see what you're lining up. Um, so when the first one like hit and it hit like really nice, I was like, yes, like this is it. Like that was, that was definitely a highlight too. And so when was that? At what point is that? Like we're talking, uh, I, October 1st, I think it's October 1st. Awesome, dude. Yeah, so, so like, it's recent. Yeah, man. And that's what's sweet about it is like we met, what? We met about two months ago now. Yeah. And we met at Off Square. Yep. And uh, one of the things that we were trying to do is just kind of like, you know, we've been just... When you're when you're growing a business, you meet as many people as you possibly can, and him and I are both growing a business, so it made a lot of sense. Um, and I think we reached you reached out to me on social media, mm -hmm. right? And then so once I found out that you were kind of um, affiliated with Shillings, that you were doing your own thing, I was like, okay, well, let's let's uh, have this conversation. Yeah. And it was great. And you know, one of the things that kind of stood out for me about it was 
um, the, just the idea behind it all yeah. um, and, the, and the strategy, because I think that's one of those things that's like super important. Um, and so when it comes to like, like, so IG is my thing, right? Right. That's what I've kind of been like focused on because it seems to have the most uh, engagement. Mm-hmm. Is that tracking normally? Is that like, is, is, is Instagram like the one that's most like engaging? Cause I feel like when I do Facebook, it's more of a spectator sport. Yeah. It's, I mean, it depends on what your goal is. So Facebook is great for like presenting your brand in a certain way. So in, Instagram is great for those like quick socials. Like your, your half-life in the Instagram feed is very short and even shorter in the Twitter feed. But uh, Facebook's good for creating those that, that lasting like evergreen content like someone can come back to time after time again so maybe it's a nice longer form video um, or maybe it's something a little more in depth uh, maybe a longer longer form post um, Instagram is just is is phenomenal for branches because you can post like these really high quality images and if you're in like art food or media um, or if you're a beautiful woman, then like you're, you're almost guaranteed success. As long as you don't, don't screw it up and kind of follow like the right guidelines, you're fine. Twitter is the one I'm like most fascinated by because Twitter is like the hardest to wrangle. Like yeah. you, you understand like the Facebook algorithm gets a, a ton of time and attention. So you can go out there and watch a hundred YouTube videos on like how to understand the Facebook algorithm. And right now we know that it's accepting. You're going to have to wait until later. Um, you know, it's, it's accepting certain content really well. And then uh instagram you know like i said you have to be one of those four things and and you tend to track really really well but twitter is like twitter is a phenomenal tool for connecting with influencers and Hmm. what's an influencer so So, influencer is uh, so influencer kind of defined as somebody that has like a huge portion of the community's attention so all these platforms the whole goal the whole business model the whole thing of social media comes down to trading on attention like if you listen to gary v that's like all that he talks about mm-hmm. and it, it's 100 percent true it's 100 percent true he just said it before anybody else um but it is attention so it's getting someone's attention and twitter is is a great tool to get someone's attention um if they're an influencer so if i want gary vaynerchuk's attention i'm gonna go on to each one of his posts and i'm gonna leave a thoughtful comment and response and and do it consistently so every time he posts that man posts like freaking 100 times a day like every time he posts or any other influencer anytime they post you're commenting on it you're doing it because you you know that eventually they're gonna scroll down their feed and recognize your name and maybe comment back and so as soon as they comment back everyone else it's almost like a flock of seagulls look over like oh who's this guy and you watch you're like you're you start to get a lot more of that attention so uh just just last week i was uh, i went home and I was, I just need to decompress. Like I worked all morning, then worked all day. And I came home like, man, I got a thousand things to do. Like there's so much to do, but like, you know what? I'm just gonna play World of Warcraft. Like that's what I'm gonna do. Like- So you're locking down in the computer. I was, I was locking down in the computer. I just bought a great new computer. And I was like, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna like take this baby for a ride. And so I'm gonna, I'm gonna fire up World of Warcraft. I've never played it before in my life. And so I'm big into gaming, but World of Warcraft is always the one that I, I purposefully never touched. And so I'm like, today's the day. And I go to start it up and it's down for maintenance. And I was like, oh, what the, okay. Go on Twitter. And so like, I went on Twitter's comments and I started like, I started commenting on a few people's posts. People are like, this is garbage. Like the trolls come on there. And so like, you just, you just kind of like come in as like the white knight and you say something like, oh, it's okay. These guys are working hard. <laughs> I drop like two comments like that. And then somebody got burned. And so I, I comment on there like, oh, this guy, someone called the bird, you know, ha ha. And I got like 20,000 impressions in like 14 seconds or something like that. Like no I way. looked at it and I was just like, holy crap, like this is amazing. Like, and I got like 30 people uh, like liked my page and had like a hundred likes on the comment. And I was like, that's, that's the most impressions I've ever had on, on a thing ever. And it was just telling somebody to call the burn unit because some girl had burned a guy on there really bad. And it was hilarious. And I just like nailed the punchline right at the right time. Like, 
So that's, I mean, that's, that's Twitter for you. Like you, it, it's just trying to connect with influencers and go to where the masses are and, and just trying to like insert your comment in the hopes that like they all kind of look and give you their attention. So how do you identify the influencers then? I know, I know follow is something that's like easy, like amount of followers, but like, for example, if I wanted to follow somebody, uh, like I run into like a wall where I know the first four influencers, but right. I don't know exactly five through 15. <laughs> so like, you know what I'm saying? Right. And like from us, on our perspective, we're trying to stay real local. Yeah. Um, so I'm not really worried about national. So like at what point is it like, do you start to try to figure out who those influencers are? So, I mean, for Twitter, it's easy as easy as like typing in a hashtag. So like hashtag NWR, hashtag NW Indiana is is going to give you like a range of like here are the top posts recently here are the top people and you go in there and that's basically your influencers like that's a lot there there are a few more that like are, are kind of hidden on there but those are the people those are like your newspaper writers and and people that just happen to tweet a lot in local businesses that, yeah. that are very visible like so twitter is going to naturally promote them because their goal is to get you to stay on that platform so like you're looking for northwest indiana stuff like these are the people you need to follow um and so where do you find that like in suggestions yeah, just in the search, just in the search function. So suggestions is fine. That'll hook you up so with like a couple like influencers. There's that, there's that search bar where yeah. you like start typing in. So like, at what point do you find that? Like, do you just click in on WIND, hashtag NWIndiana? Yeah, you just click on it and see what it pulls up and try try 10 different hashtags surf, surfaced around like Northwest Indiana. So the other thing you can do is just find like that one big influencer from Northwest Indiana. Let's say it's a newspaper reporter or something like that or, or you know, in, in two months, you. Uh, yeah, and see, well, see who follows you and who you are following. And so if you're... If, if you find an influencer and they're only following 30 people, then you click on that. Like all those people might be influencers as well too, or friends or someone that can connect you back with the person you're trying to reach. So Crazy. you comment on that person's stuff too. Same thing for uh, Instagram. So it's as easy as find the top posts. So as, as soon as you search a hashtag, say Insta follow or Insta pick or hashtag NW Indiana, it's going to pull up the top nine posts. And there's no real rhyme or reason behind like what posts get up there, but tends to be the yeah. ones that get the most engagement. Well, see, I was going to ask you that because I've had, I know for instance, like I've had either videos with 200 plus views yeah. or I've had uh, like, there's one um, post I had in particular about a loss of time episode I did with Joel Henderson. Yeah. And that had about 95 uh, likes yeah. on it at one point. But I was looking at the top nine and the top nine didn't have 95 likes, but they were up there ahead of me. Mm -hmm. So it's like, how does that work? So the Instagram algorithm is a little screwy and I don't, I, I wish I had a solid answer for you. And if you Google it, like <laughs> I've looked for this answer before, this is the holy grail of answers right now is how do I consistently get in that top nine? No one knows. Really? And so the, the I'm sure there's someone out there listening right now that's like shouting at their TV, <laughs> like I know the answer, but yeah. um a lot of markers you just don't know sometimes you never want to say it's random but it's ones that facebook thinks are are the most engaging that you need to see and so there might be some characteristic about it that's relevant to you that you that you need to see or that's relevant to like the group or the hashtag overall crazy and man. so it might be a certain color might be a certain item in the picture it might be it might just straight up be the engagement like it might have 30 likes but 100 comments on it which right. is rarely the case but well even in like crown point like you type in hashtag crown point and it's like you look at the top nine and you're right it's like Three of them are attractive girls. Three of them make no sense why they're out there. Right. And then three of them are just like some type of food porn. Yeah. You know? And so it's like, I don't, it, it's an interesting kind of mix. And right. I don't know why that is, but I feel like Instagram's just, there's attractive women everywhere. So <laughs> I feel like that if they're, if the attractive women ever got out of that thing, the Instagram's shutting down. Exactly. You know? And I'll be food pictures for two weeks and everyone would go away. Like. <laughs> <laughs> but it's an, it's an interesting platform. And like, I got, I got, I definitely got a question for you because I've struggled with this one in particular. Mm -hmm. um, 
how much to engage with your audience. So like, um, for example, I've had people that like post stuff on, on my, on my page. Yeah. And we'll say like Facebook, for example, yeah. or even Instagram. And I'm like always like, I guess like uh, confused on whether or not I should respond back to each one of them individually right. or just kind of ignore the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And I probably should be engaging, right? Or right. No? Yeah, you absolutely should. Okay. So there's, okay. there's, there's not a good reason. Even if they come in just to straight troll you, um, it's still working to push your post. And so we'll separate it. So if it's Instagram, they're coming on there to troll you. It's still pushing your post up in the algorithm. It's fine. Like just, just troll you because you, you are, even if you don't push your post up that far, you're still showing everybody else that you're willing to comment. Like their comment matters because they see you're responding to it. And so they're more gotcha, likely man. to post something thoughtful on the hope of getting uh, your attention and response. Yeah, so I've been doing that wrong for years. <laughs> I, <laughs> this is a moment. This is a moment of clarity. Thank you. I've been, I've been being horrible. All right. Facebook. I mean, Facebook's a little, little nicer when it comes to your trolls, because if somebody comes onto your, your page, I mean, you'll get a lot of comments on there like, Oh, this picture is great. Or, Oh, I saw this or I saw this or this is what I think about this this piece of content. They get some trolls that just just come on and they just, their comments either make no sense or they're paying the butt. So yeah. the good news about that is it's pushing you up in the algorithm because Facebook, it's almost like a point system. So with your post, Facebook takes a post and says like, okay, you you put here and this, this is your content. Like this is an image. We're going to set you at zero points right now. And, and if you, every like you get, we're going to say is worth one point. And every comment you get is going to be worth, let's say five points and a share. Oh, a share's worth a hundred points. You want shares. And so when someone comes in, comes in and comments, then that's five points. Like that's pushing you up the algorithm. Facebook is still viewing this as interesting content. What's beneficial for you is you can just straight hide that post. So you can, there's an option just right at the end of the post. There's a little down arrow, a little carrot. You click that carrot, you hit hide and you will see that it just, it disappears. And the person who posted it and their friends can still see this comment, but no one else can. And so it's basically hmm. them and their friends shouting into an empty room. And so, but that empty room's tied to a cruise ship that you're riding right to the top of the algorithm. Like, um, so you just, you hide that comment. You don't, you don't even necessarily respond to it. You just, you just hide it because if you respond to it, they're going to respond back and it just cre- gets kind of crazy. So, um, you can also hide replies to other comments. So if that person is really mad at you first, you need to find them and, and talk to them, find out what's going wrong. Sure. Um, or, or kind of solve the situation, but you can just, you can hide individual replies too. So let me ask you this when it comes to, so I know we're bouncing between all different platforms, right. but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so anyone who's taking notes, it's going to be all over the place. Um, but from Instagram perspective, uh, so I'm just going to tell you some facts I've heard. You tell me how false it is. One of my friends um, runs one called Ralphie NYC, mm-hmm. and it's a dog. It's a griffin. Nice. Um, it's an awesome dog, uh, but her name's Larissa, and uh, she's got, like, 12,000 followers. Nice. And so, like, she's, like, the last, I just saw her a couple weeks ago, and she's like, hey, um, uh, here's some rules to live by if you're starting off on Instagram and you want to kill it, right? Yeah. One of them was use all 30 hashtags. True. No matter what, 100%. Absolutely true. Never tag somebody in the below. Always tag them in the picture. True. So that way you're not wasting any characters. Absolutely. Okay. And, um, I like she, this person. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> she had a ton of them. And another thing that she was is like, she's like she told me like to do not be afraid to recycle content. That's true too. Right? Because yeah. it's a good chance that there's not a chance that someone else saw that before. Exactly. Right. So I mean if it's if it's truly evergreen by then, by evergreen we mean just like it's it's just like the golden piece of content. Like the picture is great, it's tracking well, it's good and good comments. Um, you can reshare it. You should reshare it because you're exactly right. Like your audience is going to grow. If you share that post when you have ten followers and you come back when you have ten thousand, um, just reshare it. I mean, there's a chance that 
if they're really stalking you they've already scrolled to the bottom of your feed and seen it anyway um so they're already impressed by it but everyone else hasn't seen that yet so um and i i i am a firm believer in recycling content i try to like eh, maybe like once a month or so you can you can recycle cool so you, you got like a you got like a ticking clock in your head that like every 30 days every 30 days you can reshare some old content it's great cool, especially cool. right now like resharing videos and stuff like that tends to work really well in your favor there's actually services out there you can purchase that will do that for you so like meet edgar is like the biggest one right now where they'll be like oh like this content track well we suggest like posting it on this day this day this day and this day and it might cover you like the next three months and you're like sweet no, like i don't have to find content that day's done <laughs> yeah yeah well and that's one of the things that I've, I've never i haven't even done yet and I, I mean i'd love to hear your opinion about it too because um i haven't been scheduling any posts like I, i've been doing them all organically sometimes yeah. i miss a day it is what it is but because then it's like well now i just don't have anything to say that right. day um but where does scheduling posts come in like is that something that like i'm sure you use as a tool yeah so right? i like i really like to schedule posts ahead of time usually i mean with but the people that trust me more, it might be just be like that early in the morning. Like if I'm up at 4 a.m. like scheduling posts for somebody, then they know that like if it's scheduled to go out by 9, I'll shoot them a text. Or they know that like that's my schedule. And they'll come on and just casually check the text, make sure it's right on or just trust me. Um, yeah. But for new clients, I do try to schedule stuff way ahead of time just because it's easier that if you're you're feeling it on a Sunday, bears are, are losing again. And you're like, you know, I need to focus on something else. Like my wife is working. You can just go in and use there, there's two platforms that I really like. Um buffer so buffer is like the first one it's, I, I have that one yeah it's free if you just have one account across everything then it's totally free the one i really like that costs is sprout so sprout social chicago company it's got some chicago pride there nice um it's phenomenal it is insanely good because it gives you so much data and so many tools mm. it's like it's like a 100 bucks a month um but it's worth it. Like so you're paying a hundred dollars a month for that information. Oh, first bro. Oh, because the information it's it's you don't have to go searching for it. So it's what like, information is on there? So it gives you, <laughs> it, it breaks down all of your audiences for you. So no each way. each of the platforms will tell you all of those things. But this you just log on and it tells you right there. Like this is what your Facebook audience is. So like you're seventy seven percent guys and twenty three percent females. I'm like great. Like I didn't have to go hunting for that information. It's on your homepage. Wow. Um, well, I'm not going to, I want to, so I already told you this earlier, but yeah. I looked at my, the uh, analytics of my Instagram today, yeah. Josh, I want to, I'm going to bring in one into the crowd here. All right. What do you think our demo is when it comes to men, female versus male? Who do you think, who do you think watches, looks at our Instagram more? I got this right. <laughs> he did. I would say more females. Ooh, you he got it right too. Yeah. Good. 57% of our audience I is female. That's incredible. Almost six and ten. Like that's that's insane. That's I insane. never would have thought that without looking at that today. <laughs> and I don't even know how he stumbled on it. Like it was just one of those things I'm like, oh, I never saw that button before. And I'm like, oh, there's a bunch of the analytics. That's cool. Yeah. You know? <laughs> got the three little dashes up in the corner. Like you click <laughs> yeah. on, you're like, oh. <laughs> so what else is on that app then? Um, man, Sprout Sprout's great. I mean, they it, it's great for like putting all of your content. If you're like me and you you manage a lot of accounts or you just or you just don't want to go from account to account to account, they they push everything into one inbox for you. So all oh, of your sweet. all of your comments that are on all of your posts are right there and so you can just just fire right away. So you don't have to be like, "Okay, I got the Facebook comments done." Off the Instagram. They just they just line them up and you knock them out. Just one after another after another after another. You cross it off and you're done. Like you're good to go. You schedule your content on there. Um, the That's platform. Great. I mean, it's 
it's super in depth. We could talk for like hours about everything that's on there. I highly, highly recommend it just because not only just because it's a Chicago company, but uh, just because it's it's fantastic and it's I mean it's relatively inexpensive for everything that you get out of it. I mean its sure. value its value is there. So so um, when it, when it, so like reposting right. Um, that, that was I, I'm going back into that going conversation. Back. Back. That's what Larissa told me. She told me the fourth thing was that. So like yeah. you want to you want to make sure that you're going into groups that you're tag you're tagging people that you know you want to get in their social circles with. Right. Facebook. How do you find that? Because I have no idea how to find that. How to find stuff to repost? No. Like say like okay. So there's Northwest Indiana vegans. Right. Right. If I have any content ever, I join the group. Right. So like I'll know to like grab that content, throw that up there. And then be able to post it in there, hopefully get it approved. Right. And then that way I've, I've already kind of um, infiltrated the client base. Right. Right. <laughs> so, like, how do you find these groups? How do you know what groups to kind of reply to? You just search for it. I mean, so I do a lot of a lot of groups for, like, uh, Instagram masterminds. So it's just, like, ways that you can get better on Instagram. Because I know I'm not the best Instagram or Twitter or Facebook. I'm sure in the heck going to try to be. Um, and I think I'm better than anyone else. But that's, that's just my own ego. Um but I'll, I'll go in those groups and, and you just, you just honestly search for them. Like you just search your interests, like the, on, along the side of, of any, any feed, as soon as you pop up in your feed, you'll see groups on the side. If you're on mobile, you have to hit a button, but you'll see groups. Then you go on there and it'll suggest some groups for you. So there's a lot of local groups left, two and nine garage sales and, and crown point garage. Sales, oh, there's stuff a like ton that. of ed- garage Millions. sales. Millions. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, you type in NWI and it's like all garage sales. It is all garage sales. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And then you just you just cruise through like they'll suggest certain ones for you, and then that'll cruising through like one of those groups will at least like give you enough information to realize oh I'm actually really interested in this like I want to join a group of of people just for Pearl Jam like I just want like NWI Pearl Jam aficionados like I, I want everybody to know like my love for Eddie Vedder and so I, I want you um, I I I want to share this with the world and so you just go to Facebook groups but if you're looking for something more professional like nwi small businesses or something like that if you can't find it make it because you're not the only one looking for that um yeah facebook groups are fantastic then you just go on there and you say that's rules. interesting now see now you got the brain rolling because yeah. now you're saying like you should actually create the group if, if like, it's not I, there that's so funny because i never even thought of it like it's like it doesn't exist what am i gonna do <laughs> exactly and, like to actually create one is so funny like it never it's occurred such a foreign to concept <laughs> All the, the entrepreneurial <laughs> mind stopped, just like stopped right there. It's unbelievable, dude. That's so funny. Yeah, uh, just just if you can't if you can't find it, make it because there's gonna be someone else, and then promote it. Say, hey, I got this group, and then you'll be like, uh, you'll find like ten of your friends will be like, oh yeah, like I really like Eddie Vedder too, and so they jump in your group and you have conversation just about that Crazy. instead of clogging up everyone else's news feed. So yeah, yeah. Well, that's one thing I tried to get away from with my personal page uh, on Facebook is to stop talking about sports. Yeah, yeah, because I felt like it's just a jerk clogging people's up. Like, <laughs> baseball is one of those sports that I feel like people give a little bit of like they probably give the least amount of crap about. Yeah, you know, hockey's one of those too. Right, like, people just don't even th- think about hockey. <laughs> so we both got that. You played you played hockey in college. I played hockey and or baseball. And uh, it's just one of those things that's just, it's funny to kind of see it from that perspective, you know? Exactly. So, like, I don't even want to, like, anybody to even focus on that. So, I was like, I started this page called Drop Third, and I was having a lot of people there. I think we got to, like, 500 likes, but, like, 400 were bought. Yeah. So, it doesn't really count. It doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> <You> <laughs> Looks know? good, but it doesn't count. You've yeah. all these likes and not engaging. Yeah, so. yeah. And so, like, that's a good, that's actually a good a good segue then. So, when it comes to paying for likes, yeah. and, pay, and, like, that's a trend. Right. I see it, you know? Yeah. Um, a, what do you think about it? And B, um, is it valuable? So for, 
we'll separate Facebook and, and Twitter and Instagram because it's two different ways to buy likes. So Twitter and Instagram, you'll get the, whenever you start a profile, they'll be like your first 10 followers with their names will be like buy 50 K followers will be like their legit handle. And you click on it. They have three posts and 20,000 followers. And so you're like, okay, great. Don't yeah. fall into those traps. Do not buy likes. Um, do, do not do it. That's like the, uh, it's a cardinal sin because Instagram and Twitter will catch you when you do it. Their algorithms are a lot smarter than you and a lot smarter than these people selling likes and they will absolutely ban you for it um, without even thinking twice. For for buying likes? For buying likes. So do not buy likes. I, I saw like a bead of sweat. If you're if you're buying likes, I will No, not. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> I, I've been very proud. Like it's no. one of the things I'm lying on is I will not pay a dollar for a like. I Good. will boost things. Boost, so boosting is different. So we'll right. get to Facebook in a second. But like Instagram, I mean, you can tell when somebody is like working their butt off to get likes. Like your account, so like the your local 219 uh, Instagram account, you can you can see like how organic the likes are just by going and clicking on some posts. So like you go to the bottom, you click on the first post it has eh, 10 likes and then you scroll up a couple rows and it's got like 30 likes and you scroll up a couple rows it has 80 likes. Like you can see like that trend of like more people are liking me and now more people are engaging me. I'm appearing in more feeds. And so people are naturally double tapping on it and rolling, hey, cool photo and then rolling down. Plus like your comments are going up too. If, if you want to find the quickest way to find out if someone bought likes, one is if they have low post but high likes, they either got a shout out from an influencer like crazy, um, or they bought those likes. And the easiest way to find out, just click on their just click on their pages. Like they'll have 20,000 likes, but like eight likes on a photo. And you're like, come on. Yeah. If I'm appearing in 20,000 feeds, like I'm gonna get more than eight likes. Right, right, um, right. So then people boost it and they'll be like, oh, well I'm gonna buy 2,000 likes for that. And so now they're like, hundred bucks in buying like yeah. 2000 likes for a page, but they have no comments or their comments are just like a smiley face, a thumbs up. Like it's not true actual content. No one's leaving them thoughtful stuff. And for you, you or for, for anyone like that's buying likes and, and is doing this, they're robbing themselves because now everyone's going to come in and be like, Oh, he already has 20,000 likes. Like great. He has four posts. Great. Like yeah, yeah. you, you can see it a mile. You can smell it. You don't have to be a social media manager. You don't have to be anyone to look at that and be like, that's shady. Right. And right. so I'm not going to follow them. They're going to put a virus in my iPhone. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, and it's funny. It's like, it's reputable people doing it. Right. It's not, it's not just like this, like, you know, this, this black hole of, of like this, uh, you know, black, what do they call it? The, the deep internet. Exactly. It's not like those people doing it. Like it's, I can, I can name multiple businesses right now that I can tell you have bought likes because of their engagement. Exactly. You know? And it's, and it's a shame too, because likes, likes don't mean anything. I mean, they don't, I mean, they, they'll bring you up. So they'll, they'll justify you as a business, but only to a certain point. So like if you have between like 10,000 and 30,000 likes, like cool, it doesn't matter. It's the engagement. So people are going to come because they want to be engaged. They're going to like you yeah. because they want to engage with your content. So if you're Gary Vaynerchuk, when you post everything that he posts is solid gold and he gets all of this engagement, he doesn't need to buy likes like no one. He he doesn't have to at all. Like, um, I, I think people get so, so concerned and lose so much sleep over the amount of likes they're getting. And if someone unfollows them, especially on Facebook, if someone unfollows them, if their account, if they're a business like my my Thursday social like on on Facebook, I only has like 84 likes or something because I'm I'm more concerned about people engaging with my content and having a good time and just enjoying themselves every time they're on my page than how many people have clicked that like button in the corner. I want more, sure, I'd be happy with 10,000 likes, but I'm not losing sleep over it. I'm losing sleep if I post something and no one responds. I'm like, yeah. what do I have to do? Like, what do you want to see? Well, that's a, so before, okay, I'm going to write that question down. I know what the other one was, but so I'm just going to ask <laughs> I got sidetracked. I know, no, it's all right. Um, so when it comes to engagement, right? Yeah. 
So like I'm a media company. Right. How much is more valuable? So like from exposure versus engagement, because right. I think that is a value, right? That's a question that I think a lot of people would probably argue when it comes to um, buying the likes. If mm-hmm. There's a counter argument to it. It's right. just that it's like kind of buying a billboard. You right. know, 10,000 people are seeing it. You're hoping it's building brand recognition. Right. And is that a value in itself? Or is it like, do you think that that kind of like it undersells the idea that the engagement is going to be what creates the relationship with the business? That's that's exactly it. So the engagement right? is going is your key. So people are are you're more you're going to gain followers no matter what if you have like a high engagement. If you're mm-hmm. posting great content and people are talking and they're liking and they're sharing with their friends and family, you're going to get those likes anyway. You're going to get that engagement. You're going to get exactly what you're looking for out of your brand. And it's going to be a more true word of mouth to their friends. Of If I post something about like, uh, if I post like a daily video over there that I normally post on Instagram, I post over there and people are like, hey, this is funny or hey, I really like your attitude. And then they share it. Then all of their people are being exposed to my content now too. And so like, I'm more likely to get one or two of those, those people to like my page. Um, as, as opposed to, Hey, I bought 10,000 likes, but no one comment on my stuff. What's the freaking point? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're no, not justifying yourself as a business at all. Yeah. I, yeah. It's, it's a weird thing because it's like at one point it's a balance, you know, when it comes to businesses and there's a lot of other avenues people do this in when it comes to real life. Like, um, for example, getting a table at a flea market to promote your, pl- your stuff. Right. Right. I see people all do it. Like the um, hunt and gather thing's a big deal, mm-hmm. you know, and there's like a branding to that that's yeah. like very locally driven. Um, but how much engagement are you really getting by getting that table in comparison exactly. when it comes to the time that you'd have to take to actually invest into the social media side of things? Right. So it's like that constant balance and fight within being a business owner. What is like the proper way? Are we as people supposed to just go full digital at this point? Uh, I if if you ask me, I mean, you're I'm a digital guy. So I'm, I'm a dig, I'm a digital guy. I'm also an extremist. I admit it. Like yes, <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I think yes. I think that if you're buying radio ads, you're buying uh, TV ads right now. You're buying billboard ads. Get rid of it all. If you want to save ten percent, just just for your own self worth. If you think that makes you feel good, great. Pour it all into Facebook ads. Because a, a Facebook ad, a like is is going to it means a lot more than a like on like uh, Twitter or Instagram because that is someone that is legitimate going to see legitimately going to see your content and more often they're not they're actual legitimate people um, as opposed to it's it's so easy to make like a fake profile on Twitter and Instagram and, and that's who's liking you often when you buy those likes yeah. are ten thousand fake profiles cool what'd you get out of it um, but Facebook if you're going on and and you're tactically buying ads or boosting posts um and just in your local area if, if you're local to a nine and, and you really want to appeal to crown point then i would boost posts that focus on 25 miles around crown point or whatever your service area is mm-hmm. um because those people are more genuine and are more willing to engage with your brand so they're you're not buying likes you're just buying ad space and so gotcha. it's and a see, lot different that's where i was gonna that's why i wrote boost is because you talked about not to buy likes but to if you're going to put the money into it, right. put it in the marketing of the boosting of it. Right. Right. So like, how does, so just, a, I mean, I, it's such a abstract thing and it's so, it's such a big concept. Right. Yeah. But like, so you create, let's say most people aren't creating video. And if they are, it's like, well, I'd probably say most people don't create video right. at this stage in Northwest yeah, Indiana. It's safe right? to assume. Right. So there's like, uh, there's outliers who do post a lot of video. Um, but if you're not posting video, usually it's a link. Mm-hmm. Or it's a picture, right. or it's a to promote an event that mm-hmm. someone's holding, right? Right. Which is the link to get to there. So, what deems that as success when it comes to boosting that stuff, and is it worth boosting? Right. 
That's so the question. We'll explain for anybody who's listening who's not familiar with like what we're talking about when we say boosting. Whenever you like are on a business page and you write a post, you'll see boost post in the corner. And so that's Facebook's like it's almost like diet advertising. So it's your way of of just kind of pushing that post along. Um, you don't want to boost dead posts because it's useless. It's waste your money. What what my suggestion is to people with boosting, like the value behind boosting, is wait and see if your post starts getting engagement. So if it's really good, evergreen, really clean, beautiful content, people are engaging with it, people are talking with it, boost it. And, and my recommendation is if you if you just want to get into it a little bit, spend seven bucks, spend one dollar a day for seven days, and just boost it a little bit and see what happens. And with the goal, you you get a, you get to choose a call to action a little bit of of getting people. It basically like likes gets people to like your page. Um, it just pushes it a little bit more into the algorithm. So it's just kind of nudging it along. And so if you're getting that post and you're getting a lot of engagement, it's just going to get you a little bit more engagement and get more recognition for you. So you don't need to drop like 50 bucks into getting this thing like in front of every single person within 25, 25 mile radius of you, but it'll get it to more people who are interested, who would, who Facebook, the algorithm would look at and be like, Oh, you know what? This person, they, they may have a percentage of a percentage chance to buy from you. So we'll put it in front of them too and, and see what happens crazy so yeah. let me i want to highlight one thing you said there because i think sure. you talked over it but i think it's like super important right um the idea behind promoting stuff that actually is getting engagement right because i that that sounds like it's an easy concept <laughs> but like it, it, it's funny because like as a guy who doesn't really do it i'm looking at my facebook and i'm like all right um so this is not getting a lot of play. Maybe I should boost that. Right. Because I want to get more play on that. Does right. that make sense? Well, it's, yeah, it does make sense. I think it's it's a common misconception. It's it's something that a lot right. of people think is, oh, hey, like all of my posts are, let's say I have 500 followers and my my reach right now is, is 200 per post. So like at the, at the bottom of each post, we'll say how many people it reached. And so you have 500 people liking your page and each one's 200, 200, 200. Then you post one, it's like 80. And so you're like, Oh God. And so you boost it and you push it up to 200. Well, that's great. Like that's, yeah. that's okay. But like, if you would have pushed those to that 200 to 500 people instead, um, to push one of those 200, then it, it may have had the chance to get some more engagement. It was a better piece of content. Facebook deemed it a better piece of content. And so showed it to more people that 80 is telling you, Hey man, this post is dead. Like, there's something in this post that the algorithm will look at and be like, I don't like this. You're you're doing something that's that's either too aggressive or there's something in here, there's something in the photo, there's something in this piece of content where I don't think people are gonna find value from this, so I'm not going to show it to them. So the algorithm's gonna hold off. And so you can't like force it to show it to people, like it will, but it's it's not going to get the engagement you're thinking it's going to get. Um, because it, it's just not right for your market. And the algorithm's trying to tell you that. So, it, but if you, on right. the other hand, if you happen to get a post and it's being shown to 800 people, it's got some likes, it's got some shares, you boost that instead because it might go to 1,800 people. Like people clearly find it interesting and the algorithm finds it interesting enough. It's telling you like, this is a good piece of content. This is good. You know what's funny is the second we get out of here, I'm going to I'm gonna test that theory. I'm going to go, <laughs> seriously, I'm going to go 35 bucks in. Yeah. I'm just going to try it out for four or five days. I'm yep. going to try to put my demo to where I need it to be. Um, and I'm just going to boost because, like, like, like I said, when I was looking at the, the Coach Pishker stuff uh, today, yeah. um, it was, like, by far the biggest thing we've ever yeah, done. So I we had uh, 1,200 views on Facebook. We had an organic reach of 2,400, wow. which was, like, unbelievable That's to insane. me. We had 35 likes, which right. is, like, way out of the stratosphere of what we've had in the past. <laughs> and so I'm just going to boost it. Right. I'm going to boost it and see what happens. Um, and I'm probably going to boost it towards male yeah. because that seems to be the most sense. It's sports. Right. So I'll probably boost it towards that aspect mm -hmm. of it. And then maybe between like the 
20 to 50 range. Yeah. You wouldn't even, I wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily even do that. I mean, if you're just going to boost a lot of times, then I'll focus it in like an area. So anywhere. Yeah, so that, area, right? So I right. got the 25 miles around Crown Point. Exactly. And then, so like I got that, I got mail. Do I need to get further into that or is that I, enough? I wouldn't. I mean, that's, that's usually enough. Even the mail that I would, I would think about because I mean, you're, you're alienating the entire female fan base that he might have. So don't be wrong. That's I mean, true too. Yeah. it's whatever, whatever yeah. your insights say. So go into your insights and it'll tell you like, this is what people, these are who is, are, who is interacting with your brand. And so when you look at that and be like, Oh, you know what? I'm 50, 50 male, female, then I would just leave it alone. I wouldn't touch it because Crazy. you, you alien, it might be something like a woman sees it and it was like, and tells her husband or tells a male friend or something. And so you're, you're still going to get that like engagement. They're still going to search you out and find that. Um, so if your if your insights are like yeah 50 50 it's male female then you're like yeah cool whatever like I'll just I'll just boost it even but if you go in there and it's like 80 20 uh, male to female then whatever hey ride that train like yeah, yeah get on that right. lightning and I'm not, I'm, I know I'm not there I know that's not where it's at because I was looking at it a little bit today and I think I was still so we're trying to we're aiming at 25 to 40 year olds that's what our, mm -hmm. our business model is based on yeah and we're killing that so that was good to know that means right. that like we're at least trending in the direction we're trying to aim at right which is cool um, that audience is that audience is responding mm -hmm. um, and I don't and I don't think it was as much of an, uh, an exaggeration when it comes to male female in that one right I think it was was like 50 50 so i just for some reason i, I and that might be tell you a lot about me <laughs> is that when i think of sports i don't think of females very often but that's a horrible misconception that's <laughs> I know, I know. that's uh that's that's my fault so i apologize <laughs> to all the women out there um but no so that's that's it that's really interesting because like even going through the process like that is cool yeah you know so i got another one for you and you I, this is real this is real like specific because this is what away. i'm dealing with yeah um so a YouTube link versus a Facebook video. Now, um, I don't know if I'm doing it wrong. So like, I'll, start, I'll start with that. But like, so I'm posting, so we did a Region Gourmet video. Yeah. And we, we, I took the link of that and I put it into the post. And then I took it the link out. So the post thumbnails up yep. there, right? Yep, yep. And I graved my little summary. Perfect. So that's, that's what I'm doing. Um, now, I've heard two things. First of all, as a post, just when you just post like that, mm -hmm. you don't get the play video. You get the, the link to the video now. Right. So it's not as engaging. Right. Right. Whereas if you put it up on Facebook and then you put it on there, you get to track the views directly on Facebook. Right. And you get the actual like screen, like the, the, the screen mm -hmm. where the video plays. Right. So that's what happens. That's, yes. I'm not, I didn't do anything wrong. That's nope. what happens. No, nope. that's really what happens. It's a huge pain in the butt. So they started doing it like Facebook even put it to where like GIFs, like you can embed GIFs into your post or GIF in an argument. But like Facebook embedded GIFs, so you can put them on your post now, but it no longer automatically plays that GIF. It's now a link back to the Giphy post or wherever it came from. Crazy. Yeah. So, okay. So from that, from that angle then, YouTube does a really good job of being able to organize the data. Yes. For the public consumption. Phenomenally good job. Right? Yes. So, like, you know when you go to a YouTube channel, you know how many views they've had. Mm -hmm. You know how many people subscribe to their channel. Yep. And you know, uh, you, you can probably much, you can, I guess, you can uh, put together, like, ascend or descend, how many, like, what their most popular videos are, what their oldest ones are. It makes yep. it super easy. Mm-hmm. Does Facebook do that? Because I, it's to me, it's kind of bullshit that you can uh, like post that. We've got tw like we got twelve hundred views on Facebook, but now my account doesn't get that credit at all. Right. Which I should be able to get that. 
Right. Does that make sense? Well, it gives you, I mean, this gives you a very distinct opportunity. And Facebook is, is trying to tell you this. First of all, uh, even if you just post a link to a video and it's a video on YouTube, like you're still right now, Facebook, the algorithm favors video. That's like your first tip right now out there is like, Facebook favors video hard right now. It's pushing video hard, mostly its own video. I mean, Facebook watch is like, it's trying to push you to Facebook watch. That's why your embedding changed to a link back to there. Even if you post that, it usually tracks really, really well. It usually, Facebook favors video so much that even, even just posting a link saying, hey, go to this link to watch this video on a different page on a different platform, still tends to track really, really well because Facebook is pushing video so freaking hard right now. Now for your own like, professional like this this is how i want to do this, this is how i want my brand to look M make sure it's two different videos don't don't just cross post your videos onto youtube or facebook it looks a lot better we've seen a lot more success with people if you have a video where one intro and it takes you 10 seconds to do this where your one intro is is hey youtube family blah 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 blah, blah or hey family blah 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 blah, blah, blah. um and you post that so you post a trailer to that on instagram and you share that video onto twitter but if you go on to Facebook watch, make it unique because Facebook will know that. I mean, the, the algorithm, it's the most intelligent algorithm in the world. And it, it, if you make it unique to Facebook and say, hey, Facebook, blah, 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 your video will track phenomenally well. And it's unique to that platform. It's not like, hey, YouTube, and you're watching Facebook, I'd be looking at that and be like, what the heck is this guy? Yeah. And maybe I, maybe I look into it a little more because I, I care about social media more than the average bear. But um I think for just the average person looking at that and be like, this isn't YouTube, this is Facebook. Like you, you literally just copied and pasted this link. Like, come on. Gotcha. So you mentioned Instagram right there. Are you saying to not post the content on Instagram and post a trailer to the content on Instagram? I would, I would honestly, yeah. Post a trailer to the content on Instagram, get people, put the link to it in your bio and get people to, to click onto that page to see the video in its native format and it, on its native platform. So if you are recording specifically for YouTube, that's interesting. Then make you. a really dope 60 second trailer because Instagram is so fast, so, so fast. And people are flying through. They're not going to watch a 14 minute video on there. They're not going to hang no around. yeah and i think i think instagram only allows you a minute yeah you're you're, right? you're exactly you cap at 60 seconds regardless and after three seconds you've lost already a huge portion of your audience youtube tells you this analytics too um you'll see like your watch time and usually it's like three to six seconds you've lost like 60 percent of your audience or something like Crazy, that man. like people watch the short videos that's why you need i suggest trailers especially for a video video based company um of get them hyped up in those first three to six seconds i'm talking great colors great content you have to hook the living heck out of them because they will not stick around and if they're on mobile they need to tap for that sound so you need something in that image that is going to get them to want to tap for that sound crazy yeah yeah and like i guess that's the secret right that's like the if secret. you can figure out how to get them to tap for the sound we'll be in good you'll be in good shape yeah go buy an island like <laughs> <laughs> yeah so um one thing I kind of wanted to talk about before, like we definitely ended because we did, I think that was a lot of information. For that was people. a ton. Yeah. yeah. I, I think this is one of those podcasts you're going to have to listen to like two or three times. Like <laughs> yeah, take yeah. notes. Like I don't, I'm like, I've already got like notes, like building that I want you to do on my <laughs> it's like social media platforms as soon as we get off. Um, but so we'll leave people with um, the idea of how many things should they be doing? Like what should people be doing? Like if there's anything, the Ten Commandments of Social Media. Ooh. What should the people be doing Ooh. right now? Ooh, and we're gonna we're gonna make this the Ten Commandments going into 2018, right? Because every year it changes. Like yeah, it's, it, yeah. it's all different. So um first make make sure you're you're actually posting. Like So so uh, they'll shall thou, do that. No. Thou shalt actually <laughs> 
post content every single day across all platforms. So every day. Um, With the except, so every day with an asterisk. If you drop a bomb post, I'm talking like your your posts were like you were getting a ton of engagement um, with with the coach, like, and everybody's watching it. I would not post the next day. I would let that continue to sit at the top of the algorithm, do its magic, do its money. I'm talking. You have to have a fire post, and you and you can skip a day. That's a good info, man. That's good info because like I've already posted over it. I've yeah. already posted over it. That's fine. Like a total moron. No, you're fine. I've like already it's, broken the first commandment. You already broke the first commandment. <laughs> and I, I know that my commandments are going to be different than every other social media marketer out there. And their commandments are going to be different than mine and different than each other's. But like these are my 10 commandments. Gotcha. Just just me as, as well, whatever you take me for. So okay. uh, first, thou shalt post every single day. Or at least, I'm going to say six days a week. If, if you really have nothing original to say, don't just go and throw a freaking waffle out there and like just hope that it does well. Um, post really great content as often as you can. Uh, Facebook, you have a little bit of a give to it, but Twitter and Instagram, you really need to be at it. So uh, yeah, thou shalt try and post every single day. I'm going to say thou shalt try and post every single day. Um, no, but I actually wrote notes in my hand from earlier. Uh, did you really? I, I really did. Look at that. Oh my God. Like, I was legit like writing notes on my <laughs> That's hand. A first. Like, That's yeah, a first. That's a first. Yeah, I, I really wanted to, uh, really want to talk to people. Thou shalt look into Facebook Messenger bots. So that's that's a trend for really? 2018. So like, what does that mean? So a Facebook Messenger bot, it, it's 10 second breakdown here is um, there's a couple platforms that will allow you to use Messenger as like a tool for your business. And so you will you will put out there like, hey people, I'm a restaurant and I want you to get a coupon code. So respond to this um, comment and we'll get you a coupon code. So as soon as they respond, the Messenger bot pops up and is like, hey, heard you're interested. You can do you, and it almost works like uh, when you call Comcast and you have to sit through like twenty minutes of pressing buttons Ugh, and getting the wrong person. Yeah. This is a much cleaner, happier version of it. Press one for today's menu because you're a restaurant, so you have to have a menu. So press two for today's hours. Press three to get your coupon code. The person presses three and then it says, uh, "Excellent, here is your coupon code. Please print this out or leave this on your screen when you come to the restaurant." And so the restaurant knows automatically when they come in. They've got this coupon code. Like, hey, they found me on Facebook. This is great. This, oh, is, this wow. is worth it. Dude, that's game this changing. Is, this is solid gold, and it cost you nothing. That's um, incredible. A lot of Facebook bot services out there are either free for the first like couple. They call it sequences. Like press one to do this, press two to do this. They're called sequences. Um, they're they're usually free for the first couple. Then you have to pay like a nominal fee to get more or something like that. So, um, if you are in the restaurant or the service industry, uh, thou shalt look into Facebook Messenger bots. That's yeah, awesome. That's yeah. okay. Good. Those are great too. Yeah, great yeah. too. Uh, number three, uh, thou shalt actually put time into your content. I talked about it earlier. Like, you you need to be thoughtful. You need to be actually thoughtful. You can't just assume that you, if you have a brand and you have a lot of followers, that you can just post and whatever you put out there, people are going to enjoy. Um, you you have to be cognizant of of the content that's getting put out there and and how it reflects your brand so make sure you're sticking with the brand image use the same language use the same try and use the same colors or try and use the same like level of humor um be be consistent like people liked you for a reason give them a reason to stick around sure um and uh thou shalt how do i want to how do i want to word this um be be Take every comment with with a grain of salt, I guess. Hmm. Is, is so you're saying don't engage this. in negative behavior. 
Negative behavior. I mean, it's it's so easy when when you see a post and you're really proud of the post and people are commenting on they're like, hey, this is a great post, and someone comes on there and says, this sucks. And you're gonna you're not when you get done with that, you're not gonna remember the ten people who are like, man, this changed my life. This is great. You're gonna yeah, be like yeah, the guy. You're, right. you're, you're right. gonna be you're gonna be stuck on that thirteen year old that told that came on and told you to kill yourself. Like you're gonna be like, what a piece of garbage. Like yeah, yeah, you're yeah. on it. You've gotta let it go. Like especially as as your brand builds and you get in the public eye more and, and more people start to see you engage your content, it's going to happen. So that's that's my fourth rule is just just be ready for that to happen. Understand it's going to happen. And uh and and just you gotta roll with the punches, man. It's gonna happen. Not everybody can please everyone, right? The oldest rule of politics, like you you have to like accept. Now, if you have an overwhelming majority of that, then it's time to reassess what you're posting online. So crazy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, fifth rule, uh, goes you don't have to go to 10, you pretty, pretty to much, 10. <laughs> pretty right. much. I'll go to 10. Uh, pretty much goes without saying, don't talk about politics or religion as a business. Um, unless your business is politics or yeah, religion. Yeah. Um, I, I hate, hate, hate seeing that because you'll see a, a brand, the last election, we, we won't get any specific politics, obviously. Um, but, but brands will post in support of one person or another and you're like, come on. Yeah, like yeah. it's literally the easiest thing you can do of post on your personal page. Or don't post it at all. Like, just, just right, don't. Right. Like, <laughs> well, it's just a tough it's, convo, and people are so emotionally invested. People, it things get real toxic real quick, and you don't need that, especially around your brand, especially when your family's yeah. lifeblood is on the line, when you still got to put food on your table, but you were a jerk and, and started yeah. spouting off at the you brand, know, I'll so. even extend that into my commandments. I mm-hmm. would say to everybody, stop talking about it. Just stop talking about it. Just stop talking. We're not changing anything. Like it's just that you're just looking like a jerk one way or the other. Exactly. Um, Maybe not a jerk, but like at least as a freedom fighter. Yeah. And it's just like, what are we even? Why why are we even having that conversation? So yeah, Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Stay stay away from that. You gave me two when we first met. What you got? Um, You gave me uh, uh, do uh, like your own posts. Like your own posts. You gave me that one, and then uh, and I should have taken that further by saying, well, maybe I'll comment on stuff when people comment for me. Um, and then the second one too is, um, you told me, let me, let me catch this. Uh, do not use a system to repost on multiple platforms. Yeah. All right. So, so like you told me, like make every one of them creative, man, I don't know why I didn't think of these. I'm I'm getting tired, man. I'm getting old. Uh, This is a little bit later than we expected. We'll get a little bit later, man. I'm I'm about to turn 30, man. I got to get my bedtime. Oh my God. (laughs) 35 Um, over here. I got you. Tommy B in the, in the room. He's bedtime. (laughs) Uh, So yeah, make sure you're liking your own post. So Facebook likes, 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 Facebook likes to like likes. And so, um, as soon as you post something, it looks really, really shady, but you need to do it. It's just like your own post. You don't have to like it forever, but just like it for a little bit. And if you have a personal account and your business account, use both to like that because it's going to push it up in the algorithm for a little bit. It's just going to give you that little boost, that little bit of momentum that gets you in front of more people more often. So you'll notice your reach is automatically going to start at 10 to 15 higher depending on how big your audience is. So it's a great, it's a great way to start. Um, once more people start liking it, you can pull your stuff off there, but often you're just going to get drowned anyway. So, and no one's really hovering over who liked this and looking for your name in particular. They're looking for like an ex or they're looking for someone they know. Um, or they're just not looking at all. 99% people aren't even going to look at all. So yeah, like your, like your own posts. Um, and do not cross post. I hate, 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 hate. And I know there's going to be a social media manager somewhere that's going to, mail me a flaming bag or something. Um, I hate programs like if this, then that, that automatically cross post 
to different platforms for you because what happens is unless you're paying for the ultra premium versions you get this nasty thing that appears especially if you are just if you say like i only need to focus on facebook and i happen to have a twitter so i'm gonna auto post this um you get a post on twitter that looks like 60 characters then dot 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 and then an if.tt link and it looks like garbage you didn't post people know you didn't post no one's going to engage with it no one's going to like it no one's going to share it. no one's going to comment it you literally wasted your own time by sharing that hmm. and it's it's two seconds but it's how how hard is it to actually copy and paste and it if from facebook you just hold down your thumb on the mobile over the actual like text it'll say copy text you copy the whole thing you don't have to select what text. yeah yeah you copy the whole thing then you just share that post from your camera roll into twitter throw in a couple hashtags yeah, and yeah. and roll with the day and that's what i've been doing i've been doing like I'll, I'll really put thought into one post yeah and then i'll usually take that and apply it i'll, I'll copy and paste it but yeah. i'll at least apply it to the other one yep i do the exact same thing because like i said earlier not everybody's going to be on every single platform so there's a chance you're going to reach that that kind that new audience and mm. you you want to keep your messaging consistent so honestly i straight copy and paste even for my clients like all the way across um i'll copy and paste all the way across and change a few things so instagram i'll drop 30 hashtags and tag people if i need to um and twitter i'll usually drop three to five hashtags whatever the character limit allows um and then you now have three conversations going at the exact same time they have a chance of interaction engagement with your brand new customers like the holy grail um and it literally took you two extra seconds to copy and paste yeah, that's it yeah instead of you get this garbage ifttt link so when you go on this person's profile on twitter you're like oh man i'm really interested in this brand this brand looks really really cool i like the photo i like the header then you just see ifttt all the way down because even if you share a photo it's just gonna get rolled into there so it's not yeah. going to share the photo for you. You're just going to see dot, dot, dot. Oh, check out this picture. IFTT dot, 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 wow. Like, and no one's going to click it. Like, no, I'm on Twitter. Who, who if I wanted to be on yeah. Facebook, I would yeah. be on Facebook right now. Exactly. So <laughs> I see a lot of people do the at, the at symbols for like Instagram and Twitter in their yeah. Facebook feeds too. And yeah, it's like, don't, don't do that. I don't know who that is and I can't <laughs> click on it. Yeah. You know, so like I can't even find out who that is. Exactly. So it's weird. the only time that is, that is worthwhile is if you are saying, hey, follow me on the other two platforms. Like, it's mm -hmm. fine to share that. You're usually not going to get a lot of engagement because uh, Twitter or Facebook's gonna look at that and be like, oh, come on. Like, I don't want you going to other platforms. Maybe Instagram because they own Instagram, but that's it. And uh, it's, it's, it also, if you like write at and someone has your username on a different platform, you accidentally end up tagging that person to Facebook, which I did once a long time ago before I did this for a living. Like, I did, it and the person's like, what do you want? And I'm like, yeah, sorry. <laughs> like, <laughs> you're me on a different platform. <laughs> <laughs> that's <Yeah>. hilarious. <laughs> So do you got any more? Or we, we, I mean, you're at eight, I think, at this point. <laughs> uh, eight. Uh, so nine, look heavily into voice. Because um, you know next time you're on, you're going to have to do another ten. Yeah, I know. Right? No, I'm so, good, man. I'll come up with ten more. Social okay. media moves fast. Nine. I got, ooh, I got nine and ten. So nine, uh, la, la, la. Yes, uh, look into voice. So pay attention to Google Home, Alexa, everything like that. Just because if you're if you're a professional, this, this is not small business. This, this is, you need a developer for this. Um, get onto those platforms. Make sure you can have a way that um, it won't be long before they're like before you're like Alexa, read me today's news, and Alexa's like, here's today's news brought to you by, and then they put your company in there, and so um, you're you're already ahead of the game because every time I'm showering now, it's hey, my news was brought to me by local two and nine. Great, that guy's awesome. That's great. Like I'm thinking of you while I'm showering. Oh, so, yeah. well, that our, our relationship <laughs> just went to the next level. Next level, man. Wait till the cameras are off. <laughs> um, 
And then number 10, uh, find influencers. We talked about it before. Uh, the influencer market is, is big right now. You can often just trade them product. So if you own a banana company and you're gotcha. like, you're like, Hey man, like I have bananas. I know you like bananas. Like if I give you some bananas, will you shout out? Hey, these, these are my bananas or these are this guy's bananas. Like it literally often will cost you nothing. Some, the market, sometimes you can, uh, you'll come across people who are like, Hey, 50 grand, I'll promote your bananas. And you're like, come on, <laughs> like bananas are 79 cents. Like, come on. Yeah. Um, so yeah, look into influencers, and if you really want to get technical, a sub-commandment to that is find influencers from the next generation. So Generation Z, the post-millennial generation, their oldest members are 22 years old right now. They're getting out of college. They're starting to have buying power. They're building their socials. Right now, entrepreneurship is hot, so they're each grabbing a camera and going on YouTube. Like, Find the next influencer and ride that because it will save your life in the end. Great talk. Yeah. Great talk. <laughs> so, so I mean, I know it's your first appearance on Talk Local. Is yeah. there anything you want to add here or do you want to wrap? Because I know you probably got to get home. Uh, yeah, I got I gotta, at, some, at some point, my wife would like to see me. Uh, wife and the cats. <laughs> no kids yet. Yeah, we had to, yeah. So, okay. Well, um, what do you want to plug? Uh, so I'm going to pl- I'm gonna plug myself, man. I'm gonna take this opportunity. So uh, if you want to find out more about me, uh, then check me out on Facebook. It is at Thursday Social Co. That's Thursday Social Company. Um, there is another Thursday Social out there, but they are a meetup group in Hong Kong, and so don't go to that one. But yeah, at Thursday Social Co. On Twitter, I am at Always Thursday One, and on Instagram, I am at Matt Barber. M A T B A R B U R. I, I really appreciate that you have a name that is so unique with one T. Yeah. As Alan Miskowski that gets lost <laughs> in like the whole thing. It's brutal. Yeah, I, I honestly don't have your last name in my phone. Like it's literally an M <laughs> Nobody followed, does. followed by it's like an M followed by just like a handful of refrigerator magnets. Like <laughs> before iPhones update, it's like just like A's and and questions and yeah, everything. Yeah. Like there's like a hashtag in there, there's some Chinese symbols. It's like <laughs> uh, I I really even like debated like even kind of getting a pen name. Yeah. Just because it's like brutal to like look up, you know but I don't have to deal with my family. No one wants to deal with that one. Um, so thanks for coming in. I yeah, uh, really me. appreciate it. Uh, we are starting to kind of promote a little bit more of our SoundCloud as well. So follow us in SoundCloud. Um, it does a lot of damage for us. So please do that. Um, also follow us on Instagram at local 219. Uh, Twitter is local underscore 219 and Facebook local 219. Um, our SoundCloud has a lot of our content that's come out when it comes from an audio aspect. So please check it out. The more views, the merrier. Um, and I think it's some really engaging content like the one that we had today. So uh, check that out. And uh, Matt, again, thanks for coming in. Thanks for having me. And uh, we'll uh, talk to you on Sunday. Three, two, one, out. <laughs>